There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome, friends, to the Michelob Ultra Studios. It is the Munganass St. Louis Acura in Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCrane, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson, Ken Strode. I think he's in because I just talked to him like 10 seconds ago, but then Dougie left. Right. He was here, and just, just as quickly he was gone. And I see the, the menthols, and that's usually a good sign when you see menthols positive. Right. Well, Friday he left. He said he was bopping on over to, to KC. So is it possible that he bopped over to another radio station It's this absolutely morning? possible. Uh, right. So uh, we'll find out if he does return or if he's bopping. Uh, you can text on into the program. A lot of people like to just fire him off, right? It's 7, seven o'clock or so. Let's see. Already four okay. came in before we even started the program. Upset by something? Uh, We're on air. 314-881-TMA5, whatever you want to. I think they want to control the direction of the discussion. Oh, they do. Now, I want to break down the Cardinals and Royals from two days ago. Oh, because they didn't play yesterday. That's right. The rare Sunday day off. In, well, in all my time watching the Cardinals, going back to the 60s, I don't ever recall a scheduled day off on a Sunday. They had a rare back-to-back, like, Monday-Tuesday off in May? Yeah. I, I don't I, I think, don't remember seeing either one of those. Things. I think what it was was a tribute to that sick inning Wainwright pitch. <clears throat> oh, you son of a... It's like, the other <clears throat> teams were like, yo, we fold... It's like they just quit playing now. <laughs> so they take a day off. They didn't have another starter. We're just gonna, we can't play Sunday. <laughs> it's a forfeit. We can't it's get like nine guys. Play Epiphany in the <laughs> Southwest District. We got a bunch of guys on vacation. We only got seven, and uh, the little brothers don't want to play to fill out the roster. So we're gonna have to cancel our Sunday game. Well, the big news is Missouri's about to get a player, man. And the bigger news is I keep texting <laughs> Gabe asking how to officially pronounce his name. And I think he just has, like, it's, it's like I'm dealing with Gabe GPT. He just keeps answering the question, but he doesn't answer how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Winery. Thank you. Say it again. Williams Winery. Williams That's Winary. what I thought it was, but just I didn't Just ignore the end. Just ignore the end, Doug. Okay. Because then it makes it much easier. Nice, Jackson. Thank you. Yeah, that. Yeah, right. the colonel, you got to see. I don't want to read what he wrote, uh, but... It, it didn't answer the question, and then I followed up and I asked again, and then he he wrote something else. I go, Gabe is probably getting so many texts 
And if he just has it on his phone, guy went to Mizzou or guy is Mizzou fan, I will mm. just have it a setting where it answers this way and hopefully the a-hole stops texting me. Oh. That's what I think. That's what I think is going on. I love me some Colonel. He's going to be with us again uh, this college football season. And, Doug, we're only a couple of weeks away from uh, the South Dakota Jackrabbits? Coyotes. Coyotes. Coming a calling. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're all pumped up about that one. Well, we are pumped up about that little Southern Belle, Brian Kelly, coming to town on October 7th. And my wife and uh, her friends, Doug, you know him as the Naughty Nine. Yeah. Uh, they want to go down there on October 7th. And I said, well, and they said, let's just book some hotel rooms. I said, let me tell you something, ladies. And I said that kind of condescendingly. Sure. I said, you don't book hotels when the Bayou Bengals come a calling. What do you do? You're SOL. Pitch a tent? And you can look at uh, Verbo. You can look at Airbnb. There's nothing going to be available. Really? Now, there are hotels available in Jefferson City. How about Fulton? Uh, nah, maybe at Fulton would be... Is Fulton further than Jeff City? I think it is. Uh, I don't know. I think it's a little closer. Why don't you borrow on Plaza's pop-up? Yeah. Bingo. Not a bad Bingo. idea. Look at that problem solver. I alert. got you, dog. Problem solver. How many can you can you sleep in there? Uh, six. All, all nine six, of the naughty six ones? comfortably, yeah. About nine. Uh... Could the other three sleep in the car? I mean, if you do feet to, to head, thing? feet to head. Oh, yeah. If you have a van, you can just detach and do your thing. Right? So they're good. Yeah. I can borrow Cletus's van and pl- yeah. Ox uh, pop-up. Well, right. That solve that problem. It's what else do you want to talk about? What's scarier? And the more popular Cletus's van. Instaship. Yeah, I mean, we can see if we can get that set up. Boy, a lot of things are getting done, and it's 7-12. I mean, I don't really have anything else. I'm just ready for balloon party. It just takes a minute for the think tank here to shift into high gear, and we can solve anything. You imagine a campsite set up with one of those <laughs> white, white caravans with a, an early 2000 pop-out? That just screams scary. Uh, all right, let's see what we got here, Doug, because they are not happy. Happy New Year. What does that mean? Ray Walston would have been perfect to play Iggy in the TMA movie. Here he is giving masturbatory advice to his time-traveling younger self. Oh. That's from Bidet Curious. Odd. Ray <laughs> Walston played My Favorite Martian. Kind of creepy, wasn't it? it well, that was sent in at 7.06. Yeah. I don't know what any... Like a 69-year-old man just befriending a 10-year-old. Huh. Hey, Tim, thank God you're back. Friday, Ken thought it would be a good idea to discuss whether or not tour players analyze their ownership percentages in DFS Friday. They decided to leave the show an hour early. What a moron. That's from oh, Harrison's brother, Master. Here it comes. No, here I, it comes. I said I wonder if players would like look at it and say, I can't believe I'm only 7400 this week. Not their percentages, their price. Uh, with Tim back, I am at full mast once again. That's from Danny Tanner. Where is the menthol moose? That's from the total package. Sitting right here. I saw Jackson at Grub and Groove. He was walking around aimlessly in circles while looking down at his phone. I was going to stop him and ask him if he wanted to sit with me and my girlfriends, but he scampered away before I got the chance. That's from Jenny, and then her last name is Talia. Oh, so I'm looking down at my phone because I'm trying to find my friends. So you were at Grub and Groove. I was, yeah, it was outstanding. But there's like 10,000 people there, so like trying to find Francis somebody. Park, Doug. Is that yeah. where it was? Yeah. Absolutely. So trying to Design find. Design Air was involved, the Great South Gold Camp. Absolutely. What you, would you find to eat there? Yeah, good question. Uh, I had some bar. I had some wingy wingy. Oh, from oh, where? Yeah. I, I don't remember the name. It, I don't think it's a barbecue restaurant. I think it's just like a food truck, like a barbecue just a food guy truck. A yeah, it was Ollie. <laughs> Ollie the pulled pork salesman. But it, yeah. they smoked up some good wing. And uh, then I was trying to find my friends. It was really hard to find people. It's like finding a needle in a haystack trying to find your friends. Did you find them eventually? I did. 
How was the ass? Oh, it was a great setup, man. That it's... wasn't the question. It's like when I just texted Gabe and I got a different answer back. How was the ass? Me and Gabe are running uh, <laughs> Jackson tandem. GPT, Piddles yeah. GPT. Yeah, <laughs> there actually could be a program for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was solid, very solid. And uh, it's just such a great setup and it was a lovely weather. There was lovely weather that evening. Don't say lovely weather that evening. <laughs> Why? You sound like you're 90 years old. And from the UK. Yes. It sounds like you're in like a Mary Poppins movie. <laughs> the lovely weather there, that evening. The, the only on. way to describe the weather on Saturday night was lovely. Clip that off. Did you groove? I did. What? Did you really? Well, I mean, as much as one can groove while sitting, you know, 300 yards away from a live music stage. So a little bit of Rick came up. Yeah. Mm, not as much. A couple beer. What were you wearing? Uh, shorts, uh, t-shirt, Bill. pair of Jordans. Jays. Wow. Really feeling good about myself. Yeah, I bet. And then I had some cold beer. Yeah, it was fun. Grove and Groove's a great time. Francis Park, baby. You better believe it, Jack. You better believe that, Jack. Huh. Yeah, that Seth Goldcamp was involved with it. We saw Seth Goldcamp. We had a client happy hour on Thursday. Uh, Seth was there, and he's uh, involved with Grub and Groove. Uh, design air heating and cooling is where you go. I, Iggy, I'm, I'm getting irritated here with this weather. I know it's not your fault. I know you just predict it. But every damn day, I feel like over the last couple of weeks, we've had rain. Doesn't it seem that yeah. way? Isn't that rare for the first half of August? Am I off? Is my nurse? When this clears up, it's supposed to be really nice. It does week. look like the bee's knees. Although, starting this weekend, we're back up in the mid-90s. Next Wednesday, you won't believe this. Go within two degrees of what the projected high is for next Wednesday, and I'll let you lick my taint. Oh, oh, I don't want to guess it now. Please tell me it's like 74. I'll say 100. I know it's supposed to get hot. 106 degrees. No taint for you. 106 degrees. 106 degrees. When is that? Next Wednesday. Wednesday. We take a day off. That's your apps. Okay. That's when KG and I leave for Vegas. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you'll be going to cooler climates. Can't get out soon enough. Sure you yes. don't have the Vegas uh, weather up there? Core, baby. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the same 106. Holy mackerel. I mean, it's 94 as a high the day before, and then it just moves up a little to 106. Is, is there a little chunk of the sun hurtling in our direction? <laughs> anyway, you better make sure that air conditioning's working. Uh, design air heating and cooling. Design air surface. Dot com, the official HVAC provider of uh, TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. Jackson, how can we, can we QFTA today? Sure. I got a dentist appointment at 1.30, so I got a couple hours in between getting my ass ripped on 101 ESPN. Huh. I think we have and a sound story at 10.30, so we should be done by 11.30. We can go into the uh, one of the other production studios. Yeah, yeah. Who's on that, Doug? Your sound story today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sound story. Dot com if you are interested. Uh, let's see. Boy, they're coming in, and they really just want to set a tone. Tim, if you were wondering about last week, Ken talked and talked and talked. It was Ken all day, and he was cooking. That's from the Illsider. Huh. Uh, the last sa- Sunday off for the Cardinals was on September 10th, 1995, for the Rams' first home game. That's from the Waterloo Hoosier. Is that correct, was, Doug? Do you remember I that? I do not remember it. And who did they play, the Bears or the Saints? I don't know. The, well, the first other. home game? The 49ers were like the second, right? They played the Bears and Saints. They they won at Green Bay their first game as the St. Louis Rams. Yeah, yeah. Isaac Bruce blocked a punt. Yep. Scored a ton of touchdown catch, I think. Saints, they beat the Saints 17-13. to 13. There you go. Boy, that, that, was, that was a great atmosphere at Pushed. Well, I'm telling you. It was really nice. That was the best. That was the best. Next up to the Rams and Vikings and Rams and Buccaneers. Uh, maybe Rams 49ers at night. I had an opportunity to go uh, into the NFL and didn't. 
Well, that was the only chance I had to go in and didn't go. And when I take a pay cut to go, which was hard to do at that time. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that, like, what's best about that clip is, like, that pay cut, it didn't yeah. even need to be in there. Like, he could have just said he turned it down. He uh, to do there were so yeah. parties in the park. Good morning. Grub and Groove was great. Nothing better than Francis Park littered with Hoosiers. And from a distance, it looked like the Vatican with the amount of smoke <laughs> coming oh, out of it. Gosh. The Hoosiers were out and about in their STL city-covered golf carts. And the Zaza smell coming out of their exhausts. What does that mean? What is Zaza? Reefer. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. Wow, I didn't know oh. that. Ja Plowhawk, are you familiar with that term? I don't know. Yeah. I think he knows all the terms. I'm going to say, I know. I mean, like, I'm going to turn to you. I haven't heard that term. What movie, <clears throat> movie was Joey Zaza in? That's why I was thinking. I thought it was like a. That it might have been an Italian thing. What movie was that? Doug, Joey Zaza. I just don't know. I think that was Godfather 3. The Godfather? Godfather. Oh, it was, yeah. Part 3, yeah. That and that was Joe uh, Montaigne. Montaigne, yeah. What time today will Iggy be leaving the show that pays him to join another show that does not pay him? And he will promote said appearance and tell people to tune in to listen to him, therefore not tuning into the show that pays him. That's from Beer Cats, Doug. He won the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month in January. He sure did. He sure did. A little jealous that I can just walk over to KC and be part of uh, their show for a half hour? Beer Cats, that question. <laughs> Cross you call in. Cross promote. 636 I'm sure management doesn't mind me walking over there. I thought you bopped over there. I did, and I self-promoted. Self-promoted. Yeah, and I didn't say turn us off and turn us on. I said feel free to join us if you like. Yes. You should have said nice. turn us on. Here, I'll piss everybody off. I'm going to give a birthday wish. Uh, today is uh, Matt Ryan's birthday. Doug, you remember him with Boston College and the Falcons? Yeah. Yeah, not that Matt Ryan. What do you mean you're going to go there? So who's Matt Ryan? The, the he's person? Uh, no, he's just a loyal listener, and his brother sent me an email, said he's a big Iggy fan. So if you're an Iggy fan, then I'm happy, so... Happy birthday to Matt Ryan. Good morning, sexies. The world is right again. The greatest on earth is back in the studio. Oh, Praises God. to Tim. Erect. That's from Flocky the Smurf. Kind of. And good news. Wow. Now that, good. Now that, it is good. Now that the golf season is pretty much, you know, trending towards leaves on the green, uh, Doug, and then I entered my seven-month depression, uh, I don't think I have any days off for a good long while. I don't even know when the next one would be. So there you go. That was it. Okay. They'll be happy on uh, on 101. They really are not happy when people take time off to spend time why with not? their families and friends. I don't. Jackson, why? Hmm. How they answer that? Um. I, I don't. Know. I just that they're, they <laughs> has got to guess. You just you, you find a hole and you poke at it. That's kind of. I don't actually think that's it. I think people that's what this this audience does, which is entertaining. People do like a routine. They like to get in their car at a certain time and. Know what to expect on their favorite stations, I suppose. Yeah, but don't people use their vacation days for like Hershey Park and you know, like, Hershey, all like Hershey Park. all like the Where kid the vacation, so they don't really actually get to enjoy any of the vacation day that they take. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. Legoland. Yeah, nice. That's an even better one. Well, people do take vacations, take days off. My God, you get pissed off. It's just the opposite with me. When I'm on the show, they hate me. When I take 30 minutes off to go to KC, they bitch that I'm not here. Oh, oh, they loved my year-long furlough. <laughs> still talking about that. Tim, I have a farm in Fulton, 100 acres. It has a cabin with about 10 beds. You're more than welcome to it. It would be an honor to host you and or any of your family. It would really be a dream come true for me. That's from Dingle My Berries. Doug, that's a cabin in Fulton. Fulton. Are you going to take him up on that? 
I think we're probably just going to go with like some kind of uh, transportation. We'll go down there that day and we'll come back that day. Oh. And both LSU and Missouri will be undefeated, and that's going to be a 2.30 CBS game. Is that correct, I Brad don't Nestler? have the times. I don't know. 11 a.m. I was thinking, if they're both undefeated, <laughs> then you'd have to think college game day could be making a stop in oh, Columbia. Oh, how do you do? Because that would be, LSU would be a top Five, five absolutely. already five. Missouri oh, they be, are five. I thought they were preseason. There was a, the, the writers' six. poll. I thought came out. They'd probably be two or three. I mean, you know, there's only those early upsets and those marquee games at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Missouri would be high teens, probably maybe low twenties. That's that's the recipe for college game day. Fight, Tigers. And Drink goes okay. Nick game, I'm calling the play. Oh, no. <laughs> they lose by 40. Uh, let's see. The Bayou Bengals, Doug, are number five. It's Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, LSU. And I think ILL was ranked, I thought. I, I, I saw a poll that Missouri oh, was AP, ranked. And this is the AP LL Top 25 poll prediction. They do poll predictions now, Doug. Oh, I thought, the AP, I thought the Top 25 was already out. I did, too. I just assume the season starts in two weeks or a week and a half, right? I saw where Brady Cook picked up an NIL contract. Emos. Yeah, I wonder if that might be an indication that he is the number one quarterback. I think he's on his way to a nice little season, Doug. Just have a, a, well, a, a so. feeling about the fight. That emo just grabs anybody, don't they? They should, though. Fight. They have a lot of local commercials. Fight, Tigers. He's not just anybody. He's a starting quarterback on the state university's yeah. football team. Now, why dismiss him in such a fashion? <laughs> that was. It's also from St. Louis. Do they even have any emos in yes. Columbia? Yes, yes, they do. Do they? See, I, I wasn't aware of that. Like that. <laughs> there can be more than one pizza place. Shakespeare goes, we're getting out of town. <laughs> what? Columbia's not that big. It's, it's, it's the fourth biggest city in Missouri. Well, it's up around 100,000 now, isn't it? There's not many cities in St. Louis. Perfect. There's not many cities in St. Louis. <laughs> There's not many cities in Missouri. <laughs> we are killing it. Girl, you be killing them. You be killing them. I think Columbia population probably over 100,000 now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd chip the over on that, if you're giving me a choice. Well, that's not big for a city. I mean, Brentwood has 48,000. Well, that's not, not big. Bad yeah, news. St. Not. Louis is, no, St. Way, Louis is trending toward it. Come on, maybe 5,000. Five or six. <laughs> no, it's got more than that, I guarantee that. I, got I don't look, know. I got well, there's a lot of guarantees flying I'll around in this Munganass St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Munganass is online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Guess what? There's a secret number, Doug. Yeah. 314-252. Zero, zero, zero two, two nine. nine. Saw that yeah. Peter Munkin asked at our uh, client happy Good hour too. on Thursday. He's a wonderful gentleman. Uh, it's Munkin asked if you are looking for a new car, a pre-owned car, or if you just need to get your car serviced, even if you didn't get it from Munkin asked. Work with Munkin asked St. Louis Acura and all the time. And listen, there's a bunch of Munkin asked out there. And you go, I'm supporting the sponsors. No, 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 no. No. Only if you're working with St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, and they have a secret number you can call or text for our listeners only, 314-252-0029. No answer to why Ken left an hour early to stalk Casey on Friday? That's from Ken's Wedding Toast. Well, I left at 9.30. I didn't stalk anybody. AD and Jen asked me if I wanted to come in for Party Town. I said, yeah, I can probably get away for a little bit. So I went down there and hung out for a half hour. Is that okay? Uh, Ken's Wedding Toast, does that satisfy you? Get to the big issue of the weekend. Which events did Ken not attend? That's from Friends of Burt Convy. Why is that a topic? Friends of Burke so County, actually, back on you. Just a misquote of myself. There was a bet, Tim, you were not here, that Iggy had like a three event shoot in one night. Yeah. And somebody, oh, really? Somebody said, I think they'd Venmo him one or 200 if he just proved that he went to all three. 
That's the only thing to, I remember. You're going to go to Darius Rucker. I went there. I didn't see you there. Oh, you were there? Yeah. And you were going to go to Learn's little concert at Humphreys. And there was another one earlier in the day. Uh, Grub and Groove. Oh. Did you get to any of them? I went to none of them. Why not? I didn't feel like it. Here's your answer, Doug. Oh. I didn't feel like getting off my couch and <clears throat> going. I wanted to go to Rucker, but then I started thinking, I don't. I didn't look at his playlist from his other concerts. I, I like Hootie. I just didn't want to hear any country stuff. And from what I understand, he played a lot of Hootie stuff. So he did. Probably should have went. It was nice. I'd never been to that venue before. There, yeah, it's Centene a great venue. There's not well, a bad seat in the house. I, St. Louis Music Park, I think they call yeah, it. Yeah, there's not a bad seat in there. I think it holds like four thousand. Yeah, that that outdoor hockey rink they turned it into a concert venue. It was really oh, pretty, is that right? Is really that pretty, pretty cool? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was at Mizzou this weekend moving a kid in, and the football team was practicing in the stadium. The PA announcer kept saying, it's fourth down for the Tigers. My interpretation was they were practicing their most popular play, their punt. Oh. And that's from the Warson Woods Wacko, who doesn't seem... Mm. Nice. Uh, for the record, uh, I got this text, Brady Cook's parents own seven Emos franchises. Oh, do they? Um, yes. That's per oh, Dave Matter. Is that a conflict Great. of interest? Uh, Doug? I wouldn't think he's so. No, it's no. like it's nepotism more than anything. But still, I mean, he's supporting your son, and he starts like he—he he is an SEC quarterback. Yes, he is. You know what I mean? And like, a pretty good one. I, again, I, I, I just I hope I don't jinx him. Except high hope, broke cookster. Yep, Jackson's carrying a brick of my cash out to Las Vegas, uh, right up his rectum next week. Oh. Maybe, maybe I put five k in KG's <laughs> ass and five k in Jackson's ass. Like, sir, you can carry oh, ten grand. Can I do like Wolf of Wall Street and tape it to my body as opposed to sticking it up? That's up to you. I just think that makes you a target to get jacked. How five grand on my ass? You'd have to roll it, I guess. Make <laughs> a cylinder out st- of it. He gapes. Can we start with like? According to the 101 text line, can we start? They're with... very critical. Of Jackson's seven iron distance on mm. 101 ESPN. It's the strangest obsession. Moving up, by the way. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Just a little something. I, I think I got a little something cooking. But uh, speed sticks. Can we start with like eight hundred dollars and then see how much I can take? Could you uh, could you imagine like getting? I mean, it's just I'm rolling up eight one hundred dollar bills. Why don't you just? Why don't you just? That's a tiny hole, boy. Just get a money order it's and taught. cash it when you get there. Money order. I think it makes it better. Cashier's check. Ten thousand. Money order. Sell, send it by telegram. No, you can get a money order, like QT or someplace like Look that. At, like Western Union. And just cash it at the casino. I think it'd be funny to be sly and like just put like two one hundred dollar bills and like so you get sent <laughs> off to the side of the airport and you just yeah. are smuggling two crispy one hundred dollar <laughs> bills up oh. your ass for no reason. So next time you take off, please have the burnt toad. Committed to the maximum maximum security unit at Del Mar Gardens. He's lost it. That's from the Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer. Do they have a maximum security unit at Del Mar Gardens? Probably. Strike me as odd. Do you want to give an example, a, please? Do we get a population? Uh, Shrewsbury Seat Sniffer, call in. 8,100. 8,100? Yes. You said it was 8,000. I said it was more than 5,000. So. You said it was 48,000. And then you said it's about 5,100. I said I guarantee it's, it's more than that. No, that's not Bucks what Bucks going to be pulling on. <laughs> you said it was more than 48,000. No, I said 48,000, and Doug said, there's not more than 5,000. I said, I guarantee you there's more than 5,000. So my guarantee was correct. I don't know that I said it's exactly 5,000. Is, is that a push, about... then? Or... <laughs> yeah, one, one, lost one. Oh, God. Yeah, you were so close with your initial guess. I like this week's DraftKings, four teams and not one cash. What's this now? Did Doug won, right? Uh-oh. No. Mungan has Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Jackson, what do we have? Yeah, I do want to get I do want to see it. I don't believe you won, but... Yeah, I had four teams. I had one lose by, and Tommy Fleetwood cost me all of them. 
He's the one he big, finished in big third. Tournament? But he's the one guy I had in every one of them. And uh, I lost one, didn't cash by one and a half points. Uh, didn't cash in another one by four and a half points. And I wouldn't blame the guy who finished in third place. He finished in third place. If he had finished second, I'd have won every one of them. Well, how about the cash. other guys on your team? Well, it was a no-cut event, so. Biggie won. Biggie won by uh, about 40 points. Did he oh. make anything at all for the children? No. Come on, it. Iggy. This one's for the children. We haven't cashed in a month and a half. Oh. Yeah, I think we only got two tournaments left and we're done. That is correct. Doug, uh, now it's on to Chicago, Chicago for the top 50, yeah. and then the top 30 will head to Eastlake. Adam Long better play a lot in this uh, wraparound season. Oh, Adam Long's taking shrap. <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah. Threaten him now? Well, he's like, he's like 140-something <laughs> in the FedEx points, and if he doesn't finish 125, he's lost his card. Man. Well, good luck to him. <laughs> I don't know. You're down on Adam Long. That's... No, I'd like to see him get his card, but... I mean, he's he's always kind of been... I think he'd probably be the first one to say, a pedestrian golfer. He's in his mid-30s now. It's, you know, it's not necessarily an ideal situation. Lucas Glover, at least, won in the U.S. Open in 2009. So, you know, he... Uh... Well, he won in 2022, too, so he's... But to win, he won the U.S. Open in 2020. No, he won another term in 2022. No, the U.S. Open. My point being, he was a top-tier golfer at one point to win a major. Adam's never really been that. Oh, I would never com compare Adam Long to Lucas Glover. But right, so I'm not. That's what. That's the point I'm making. Because you miss it, or are you coming back <laughs> to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? That's a terrible question. It, it's got to be one of the best questions. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you just see the other guy at the end of the phone staring at his receiver. Did I really hear this? Uh, Doug, it was Lucas Glover season for me. Uh, here are my eight rosters. Seven of them, oh no, six of them cashed. Why? Because I put Lucas Glover on every single one of them. And I wagered on him to top ten, top five, and to win. And it paid handsomely. It did. It did. I put $10 on him to win the tournament and paid $940. Uh, $50 on him to a top five. That paid 600 And 50 bucks on him to... Top ten, and that paid two fifty for a total of seventeen hundred ninety. And so, me and my wife went to Sizzler last night. Oh, you got the cattleman's we cut. We did. We went to Sizzler. You get a big baked potato too. <laughs> big baked potato. A lot of carbs. I think got that's the, the right appetizer. Thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Got the dessert cart. Some chocolate it's, pie it's when right. the night was over. The thing with Lucas Glover is he he got he has I, he he missed for real. You can pull it up. U.S. Open qualifier 2023, three spots, four golfers left. I think it was in Columbus. And he had, I'm not BSing you here, a putt that I would concede in any, like, just like, you always talk about it, Doug. The game is, you know, putting it out. Mm -hmm. From my little mic stand here to your binder, that's what he had. Yeah. And he missed the 12, putt. 12, 13 inches. He missed the putt. I think it was probably for real two feet. He is a famous terrible putter a, a yips guy and so that's what he's been known as throughout his career it is one of his weaknesses and for whatever reason he's got this new putter and he's working with a new coach on his putting and he has become lights out to the point that now i think he's in the mix to be on the Ryder cup team and that is going to be 
chaotic because Justin Thomas was already kind of teetering on the brink as it was as somebody to make the top 70. Colin Morikawa, you know, this is going to be quite a spot. And I cannot imagine there's ever been a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup, which for the record is in uh, the end of September in Rome, when the player did not qualify for the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA Championship, or the British Open. I can't imagine that. Statistically, I can't imagine that. I saw Justin Ray, who went to Mizzou, and I was texting with a buddy of mine who was in my class at Missouri, who works at the Golf Channel now. I said, are you aware of this? He goes, I can't imagine it's ever happened. Justin Ray said for the European team, Jose or Maria. Doug, do you say Olathabal or Olazabal? I usually say Olathabal. Perfect. I think that's that's how... uh, Brian Hoffman pronounced yeah, it. Yeah, Alazaba, I think. <laughs> uh, did an 89. I don't know what the circumstances were there, but from the American team. Yeah, and how can you not? I mean, if I, I watched it, obviously, because I had a bunch of money. Not a bunch of money. I just happened to get lucky with a long shot. But um, did you were you watching it? Yeah. On, on 13, he had to roll in a yeah. 20-footer. And then a on, 30-something footer. And then to save a you know, bogey, bogey when he went in the water on a ball that just didn't draw. I mean, that was 30 feet. And then the seven on number 17, I think it was a 15 footer just to stay tied for the lead. Yeah. I mean, it's what he's got going on. Ricky Fowler switched putters this year and he had a much better year. Uh, so it's, it's insane. And that was my reasoning for putting, that's the only guy I put money on this week. And so it was he's a pretty uh, good price too. I think it was like Maybe eight thousand. Well, he was plus ninety four hundred, and I was sitting there, and I initially had fifty dollars in the in the slot for the bet, which would have paid what was that? Did I say ninety six hundred? So what forty eight hundred is what that would have paid? And I'm like, ah, oh, the chances of him winning or whatever. So I'll just put ten on it. And if it hits, great. Um, so that would have been even funner. I mean, we may be going to Sizzler a couple nights in a row. Oh, I, nobody does that. Yeah, I think nobody we might has have. that kind of wealth. I, th- I think if you think if you win a bet, then you know you're wealthy. You could have got an appetizer also. I think the black card was created when when people somebody started hit a Lucas Glover Sizzler's bet. gift card. <laughs> like, oh, really? Well, you had to be happy when you saw Cantlay hit it in the wall. Oh, the whole family was watching. <laughs> My one-year-old now knows how to say "miss," and he damn near made that putt for. Par. He did. Well, he got to see. Uh, he got to see the exact same line. So uh, I, that Lucas Glover won't be flying under the radar anymore. I won't be able to get plus ninety-four hundred on him um, going forward. You can uh, text into the program. It's the EDF Group text inbox three one four eight eight one TMA five. Doug, many people do right at seven oh seven, and they're just not yeah, happy about it. Uh, Engineer Design Facilities is moving forward now as the EDF Group. We got to see the fine people from the EDF Group on Thursday at the Client Happy Hour. What a wonderful Client Happy Hour we had at uh, Olive and Oak. Engineer Design Facilities moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facility service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out that newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. You know who else was at that happy hour? Ryan Kelly. Yep. We haven't found a, a boxing opponent for him yet. He's ready to defend the strike. Oh, did you talk said... about that on Friday? No, just briefly. Yeah, he, wants, briefly. To, he wants to fight. Yes. And he's dead serious. Yeah. He's at his, his fighting fighting weight right now, and he was getting in his stance, his Marquis de Queensberry stance that he had there. Talked a lot about he's the, ready uh, to go. Talked a lot about the Grand Canyon climb he's got coming up. Yes, That's he right. did. Climb yes. for the kids. So, Ninth awesome. annual climb for the kids, Grand Canyon. Benefits going to friends of uh, kids with cancer. Ryan Kelly, oh, he's doing something 
for charity, and he'll do something for you, too, if you're looking for an original mortgage, if you're thinking of buying a home this year, the process not as complicated as you think with the home loan expert. They make that pre-approval process so very easy. So get pre-approved today. The day you call in, they'll also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. Their customer first approach to mortgages is what separates them from the competition. They will walk you through your options and provide expert guidance at every step, ensuring that your loan closes as quickly and smoothly as possible. Lenders do have different rates, so you need to do some rate shopping. The home loan expert has rates that cannot be touched. They've also got great deals for veterans. If you qualify there, you can check out their website at HeroLoan.com. You may qualify for a zero-down mortgage do it. if you qualify for your VA benefits. Do Ryan it. Kelly there to help everyone. His website again, thehomeloanexpert.com. On Saturday evening, Doug, want to guess where I went? Can I have initials? TD. TD, the Touchdown Club. Nope. Oh, no, Teddy Drews, baby. Teddy boom, Teddrews. boom, boom. Oh, Let's classic go in the back summer. to my room. Oh. Yep, I uh, went there with uh, my betrothed, and uh, Doug uh, got the city red. Got the city red. This is after Sizzler. <laughs> Sizzler was last Gosh. night. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun to be liquid. Uh, yep, we went to Ted Drew's and got the city red and enjoyed Ted's famous frozen custard, the vanilla frozen custard with the maraschino cherries, the coconut flakes, and Dad's Scotch oatmeal cookies. How do you do? A brand fine. new flavor for this summer at Ted Drew's. And what a crowd they had assembled at Ted Drew's, but you're always booing through that line fast. It's on Chippewa and on South Grand, Ted Drew's frozen custard. It really is good, guys. And gals. And gals. Yeah. Ted Drew's. Yeah, we took some home for the uh, boys, and uh, they put dry ice in there to keep it uh, cold. Did they like it, the boys? Did oh, they you better like believe that? it, Jack. Oh, you they better did. believe it, Jack. Absolutely. Uh, Ted Drew's, great sponsor here of TMA. Call in 636-9004-TMA. I believe Beer Cats was going to call in. I don't see him on hold, though. Oh. Uh, you can compete to win the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Let's see where the standings are. JV Golf Coach with a dangerous two-goal lead, and I see Fat Ho now has two wins. Mm. You missed two days, man. It's <laughs> Were they good? Happened. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> know. Don't I can't remember No, we had, a, we had a vote for somebody, and we just voted. We like the name. You like Fat Ho? Yeah, we like the name. <laughs> Early runner for Listener of the Month, too. <laughs> Milagro Tequila, Listener of the Month. Go to TMASTL. Dot com. Tim, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Plowboy was high as balls Friday. Iggy randomly disappeared when more than when you're around, and Doug was a saint. That's from Curtis Sanford, huh. Sanford's Greasy Five Hole. It was no, kind of like a, a report. Why do you lie? <laughs> Just eat. Oh, Tim's not here. I'm going to go out for another smoke in the middle of the show. No, I didn't. I left at breaks, and I left at 9.30 to go down to Casey's. So why don't you quit bop lying? down to Casey. I bopped yeah, down to Casey. You bop. <laughs> So why don't you quit lying? I was high on Friday. Yeah, I really care, I mean, we had a great show. But you're high every day. Yeah, right. I didn't think it was that big of a You ever show. do a show where you're not high? Good question. Probably my first one. Yeah. With Bert Kaufman at 920? Didn't love going in there and be like, okay, I'm high. Now let's run weekend church programming. Mm. <laughs> I got pastors coming in. While an intern urinates in a yeah. grate 10 feet from me. Well, the, the pastors would come in in the morning, hand me cassettes. That's that the way I, that it works? That I have to record onto CDs, and then I would play the CD uh, during their specific time slot. Oh, that kind of that was the business model yeah. of nine twenty until we came along it. with our checkbook. Yeah, we probably made it. a lot of money with that. Absolutely, that's what he said. He yeah. goes, Tim, you know what your problem is, and I go, Wow, Bert, from your perspective, I would imagine you're going to have a long list. Yeah. And he goes, You're focused on commercial radio. 
the money is in brokered radio. There you go. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if I took over the station if the church community would be as apt to do business, but I could be wrong. You imagine just TM, TM <laughs> yeah. best of segment playing over the speakers. Oh, thanks for your... Sure. Yeah. Well, the key, is to, clip. the key is the to get brokered shows that actually pay. You know, if you get people in there to do shows and don't pay for a few months and then just leave. Uh, but, boy, how times have changed. Uh, we talk about Plaza getting higher every day, no big deal. Back in the uh, man and woman talking. days, the afternoon show on the man. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Well, it's, they did it on the air, so it's no big deal to lie about it. Um, it's no big deal to lie about <laughs> it. Well, I'm not lying about it. They talked about it on the air, but the day that uh, one of the guys got into it with the owner, where there was some fisticuffs thrown, um, they were, like, doing play-by-play during the show. And they said, oh, the cops showed up. Hide the pot. <laughs> oh, God. Hide the pot. Like, they're going to come in and search? I remember I... They said, hide the pot. Now we just talk about it like it's no big deal. I was listening to that uh, when, yeah, that, I listened to that entire thing at home or at Mason's. It's I guess, quite entertaining. Dog. Oh, man, Mace it, was, dog. it was so good. Especially yeah. when they thought the mics were off and they were still on and they were... And there was fighting going on in the background? Well, you couldn't hear the fighting, but you could, like... You could hear someone was her. Someone got huh. knocked out. In all your work days, has it ever come close to where you got into a fisticuff brawl mm. with your boss? No. At like 8 p.m. It was like 8 p.m. too, or like 7 p.m. Like it was in the evening. Huh. It's like what the <laughs> hell is going on? Can't wait to go in tomorrow. Hopefully my check clears. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Alan Badeville wants you to know, Doug, that the AP poll comes out today. Okay. So this is a big day for uh, college football fans with uh, Winery and the college football poll. And do you think ILL will be ranked? No, 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 no. New quarterback, I don't think so. I think Missouri has a backdoor chance of getting to the top 25, though. A backdoor chance. Like, I mean, in none of those rankings in terms of the, the like, 18 to 25, those are all a crapshoot at the beginning of the year. Cause they're, I mean, they're do you vote based on who do you think the best team is, or do you vote based on where you think they'll finish? You know what I gotta mean? got to be the best team starting out this season. Because then you got to, like, play out the schedule Yeah. for everybody. That's what I'm saying. Illinois may be ranked because they, they have such an easy schedule. Even for a team like that, you could get to eight or nine wins just by the teams we play. So... If they're doing it by it is a nice schedule. That, oh man, it yeah, it's favorable as the day is Ooh. long. In my view, that's the number one issue that I have with college football schedule. Yeah, it, they make no attempt to make a competitive schedule. You only schedule games you think you can win. It's that's stupid. It goes against everything that sports my is supposed to be. My guess is that will be much different for certain in a decade, in my opinion. I hope, um, but possibly as soon as five years. I bet you have two butt asses. I bet you have ten, like, because the conferences know. are so big. So I bet you have ten, at least ten conference games, which will be competitive games, and then maybe two beginning of the season cup games it's gonna, or two. It's going to kill, truly, I think, you know, like in, as in the literal term, these small programs that, that get those big checks from playing, usually in September, sometimes the week before rivalries in, in November in the SEC. Well, they may have to scale back. But uh, it, Like, there's still Division Three football. They're not making it, a lot of money. But I just think that uh, that's the way that the, the game of college football is going, and I think it'll break away from the NCAA. Hey, Tim, Pale was trying to bang out my sister Thursday night. Uh, that is from the recovering <laughs> alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Is that Groves. Jackson they're talking about? <laughs> not true. Why do you talk about your sister like that? 
his sweetheart. Pale? Is it, that's Jackson's nickname now? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't I, like I, I, not officially. Oh. Like, like oatmeal is official, and right. sweet, sweet Kai is official. Like I wouldn't, hog. No doubt. I wouldn't put on my baseball reference page. Mm. Like, also goes by the pale. But it didn't work out with you and his sister? I didn't try to hook up with his sister. Oh. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. Pale could, was trying to hook up with my sister. You could do worse. She's, she's attractive. Oh, here Listen. we go. Oh, 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 oh. Scoot over, pale. <laughs> professionals coming in. Poor pale. Grandpa's coming in. Using the restroom and where you eat, and you don't do it in the same place. Oh. You can taste what you smell. Again, I'm going to keep reiterating that until I die. Doug, you can have, taste what you smell. If I have kids, I'm going to maybe one of my first lessons to my kids. Is that lesson? I, that wasn't what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, just, I wasn't talking about fecal matter. Oh, I was saying I a phrase that I can't it's say. It's anal season, October, right. August. It's not anal oh, yeah, season. the autumn. Oh, yeah, when flannels are popping in. That's anal season. What oh, makes that anal season? Oh, my God. Yeah, right when you set out the gourd for Thanksgiving. That's, that's gourd. Know it's anal pretty much it. The gourd setting. <laughs> the ceremonial <laughs> setting of the gourd. <laughs> Open up your hole. <laughs> Our ILL schedule is pretty soft this year. Sniffing them roses, baby. Then finishing in your cheeks and smushing them together, you pig of the coal mines. That's from the recovering alcohol. And I believe that was directed at Jackson's friend, Sweet Sweet Kai, who is a major Harris fan in West Virginia. Yeah. I don't think Rumble. Sweet Sweet Sweet, Sweet Kai is M-I-Z, so (laughs) not too worried about that. But he's kind of a West Virginia guy. I could uh, see Illinois getting to nine, Missouri uh, getting to eight. I think that's good for the region. Fight Tiger. And then meeting in a bowl. Both are going to be top I ten teams. Half of the starters not playing. No, the, we're going to get eight and nine win, eight, nine win oh, seasons. Yes, yes, yes. Good for the reason because they were successfully able to recruit four teams they think they can beat. I mean, can you really pound your chest over that? But if every team does it, then... Well, Still. Illinois, it's Illinois. It's their conference schedule is what's the like. I mean, yeah, they got a couple of cupcakes, but dude, they're it's who they play in conference, where they play at home, on the road. I don't think they play a ranked team. Maybe one ranked team the entire year. I know the rankings haven't came out, but like Ohio State and Michigan are the obvious one. Wisconsin may be ranked. I don't know if we play either of them. Well, you don't have to apologize for any of your conference schedule. Whatever comes well, that's up, that's what I'm saying. That's up. what makes it easy. But for, is that for Missouri, if you've scheduled four cupcakes. And then say, look how great we are now. I just don't buy it. I yeah, but the losses hurt so much. Like the Wyoming loss that they had a few years back. Yeah. Like It backfired on them. It back, like when they backfire, it backfired. Because the season's over at that point. Even though you can recover nine or ten games yeah. after that, like it's the, the morale of the fan base is over. So it's a risk for the program to do. you got to put somebody in bowl games. I mean, if, if Mizzou played only SEC competition... And the rest of the days played each other. Half those teams wouldn't get six wins. So you'd be filling up bowls with teams with five wins. Well, but somebody's got to win every game, too. Just because some team's got to lose, there's also a winner. Well, that's, that's why you schedule cupcakes. What's the advantage of, like, a, a business advertising a bowl? Like, is there a profit margin to Duke's Mayo Having the Duke's Mayo Bowl or like any other business, it's it, brand it seems, awareness for the most part. That's probably right. when there's like four thousand people in a 60,000 person yeah, stadium. Well, I would say TV. it's more about the television. Yeah. Okay. Somebody has money to waste, like the Barstool Arizona Bowl. Yeah, I just don't know who who profit. Did the, the, the business actually see a profit off of that? Even though there's like just nobody there, the game is just 
Blind. There's probably a lot of high-level meetings among the executives of those companies trying to determine if it's worth it or not, and then they ultimately decide to go ahead with it or not. All about those meetings. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. I think you're important. I have another <laughs> meeting. Some of these companies have so darn much money that if it costs them $20 million or so to sponsor bowl games, eh. It's almost like a charity. It's like the yeah. right off season. Yeah. It is hot when you pull your pants down in a public restroom and your dungarees sit in a puddle of glaze, allowing you to bring other men with you via their waist. <laughs> Come on! Who wrote that to us? A gentleman named Deke Dotum. Oh, I figured. It's a Monday observation. He's not allowed. It's a Monday observation. Deke Dotum has already been suspended. <laughs> He's already been suspended indefinitely, and his name is going down again. Indefinitely plus two days' time. I didn't care for it. I don't know what this means. Wouldn't blame Jackson Sar at the Cardinal game. Have at it, Broski. That's some little beer cats. What does that mean? <laughs> I guarantee I you've never met idea. his daughter. You've never heard sister. Oh, you've never seen my God, you were, you were able to put that together. I had no idea who he was talking you about and what that you meant. don't know who we talk about. You don't so know his, his sister. <laughs> what, are we sister? what are we doing? You're 18 here? years old, so why don't you just stop? Who's... Act like you're 18. Quit acting like your dad, like a dick. Oh, oh gosh! Dog. That was scathing! I'll be honest. Oh. I'm lost. So I know Beer Cats' son is 18. <laughs> Whose daughter? He was talking about, and it wasn't a daughter. He was talking about uh, recovering, recovering alcoholic sister. Oh. Who, he, who he's trying to pawn off on Jackson. Nice. Pawn off. Pawn off the whole family. All for the prize. Well, recovering alcoholic wants to gape. Sweet, sweet Kai over in, uh, where is that, Doug, in Wheeling? <laughs> Somewhere. He's in Charleston. <laughs> is he right at the tip? He's in Charleston. Oh, of WV? Yeah, West Virginia says that little little poke, little poker pops up. Worst Wendy's. Yeah. I'm telling you, that 20-mile stretch of West Virginia to the end, do ne never stop. Doug, if you're green West Virginia, don't stop at oh, that that's Wendy's. the worst. I was there for a job interview trying to get out of Rochester, Minnesota in Huntington, West Virginia. Pony. And while I was there, there was a shooting on the sidewalk while I was inside the building doing the interview. I thought that happened when you were covering Missouri in the NCAA tournament in L.A. Oh, that was a stabbing outside L.A. Arena. This all prepared you for St. Louis. Yeah. A couple of mine workers going at it. I, I don't know. It's gone. The police were out there by the time I came back out. Guys, this weekend I had me a little barbecue at Grub and Groove, and I saw Rick dancing by himself in the racquetball courts. That's from the cousin of Moo oh, Man. No. Slanderous. You gonna sue? Yeah, I might have to. All these nonsense. All this nonsense keep popping up. I was sitting on a lawn chair. This is what happens when you go out in public. Even the sisters of people associated with this show take it. Right? Like, no family member of any kind, blood or not, is safe. Yeah, keep them. I kind of live by the this. code of the family members are safe, unless somebody brings the family member to the text, such as the recovering alcoholic. Mm -hmm. uh, and Little Beer Cats is actually texting in. I want to gently kiss Oatmeal's giant, droopy, dangly nerps. That's from Shrimply Pibbles, who also <laughs> says, Shut up, Doug. The Tigers are playing K-Snake in the non-con. You look like a horse's ass. I'll give him that one. Kansas State, yeah, legitimate non-conference opponent. And then he sent in the a picture of his wife, and i got to tell you something. Yeah. Oh, Who you see this? what I'm seeing, Jackson? Well, this, this came out on Friday. He also oh. sent in the estimated value of his home. <laughs> okay, it's another <laughs> That's guy. That's cute. Found a picture in the of same a couple picture. Pretty funny. Is that right? I don't see that. Uh, scroll one. Why? Why? Like? Why is that? Like? Why? Why? Why'd that come in? Probably I mean, yeah, the uh, uh, <laughs> um, Afton thing. No, I mean, it had. There was. It came <laughs> in. I remember it because it was so out of nowhere. <laughs> you guys were talking. Can you send in your home values? No. 
This is kind of like here, just volunteer that information for us. Well, we had Lot, we had Jeff Lotman in Thursday. Thursday, so we talked a little bit about maybe that's why he sent it in. Or? No, I think it was completely unprovoked, and he was just trying to flex a little. God, Doug, could you imagine sending in your Zillow home <laughs> value to a radio station? Copying that link, pasting it to the text line of a radio station. <laughs> Hey, uh, Peepaw, met her at the TMA day at the Cardinal game. So, yes, I do know who she is. So, politely, eat it. That's from oh, Little Beer Cats. An gosh. 18-year-old has told you to eat his ass. Well, I don't think he met her, so. Well, first of all, you don't have a mom because you're not married. So nobody knows your who kids you don't are. have that mom that you're dating. So, so you, you have to be married to have a mother? Is that you what wouldn't have been introduced to her because nobody knows who you are. I mean, an 18-year-old doesn't need a 48-hour rule. That's dangerous. Oh, it's true. Uh, it's fun when a 66-year-old prune picks on an 18-year-old boy via an HD2 radio station. <laughs> it's from the Dogtown Astro. Well, he's man. taking shots at me, so I'm not supposed to say anything back. Let him have it. And speaking of to. speaking of price of homes, Tim, you were watching the um, you were watching the tournament. I was. You see those houses, Southwind? Yeah, the one off 18 looks oh lovely. Oh my God! Across the uh, water. But well, I why lo- don't we move to Memphis? I, I'm not interested. But in I Memphis. just, for the Walking hell of it, because I, Mark I see something. So I'm going to check something out. So I checked homes in the Southwind community. And? There's there's homes that look like they should be worth like five, six million dollars in Los Angeles. They're like 400,000. That house across from 18 not, was Probably not that one. But that was because probably that Memphis. was probably like two million. Uh, Doug is uh, on a tight read. But I, I'm looking at these houses like, my God, look at that home. It's got to be three million. It's like... Three hundred eighty thousand. I mean, it's unbelievable the prices. Memphis isn't a bad city. It's a matter of opinion. <laughs> well, it depends on like how quickly in and out you are. Like if you're just living there and you got a private helicopter to take you to L.A. or New York, I think that's. A and most of these homes were four bedroom, three bath, two car garage, huge backyard. Just we wait. can get For that four hundred thousand dollars. For real, a lot of them were under four. In Southwind, in the TPC Southwind. I just typed in Southwind. Um, Golf community prices of homes, and there wasn't one that was under four bedrooms. And there's usually one and a half to two acres. Well, you can have a four bedroom house and not have it. Not it's not a huge house. But I'm looking at the outside. It doesn't look like a little shack. I found an okay. So, dude, so some of these are right on Iggy track. Four bed, two and a half bath, six thousand square foot lot for two hundred seventy four grand, and it looks like it's insane. That's that's the small lot. But there is also one for one point eight. Five beds, four and a half baths. That that's probably on the golf course. Probably. So one is probably adjacent to the course. One's on it. One point two, two sixty five, four sixty five, two ninety six. Yeah, it just all depends, I guess, the proximity yeah. of the uh, the course. But you, there are some beautiful ones. But I would I would guess that one on eighteen that Tim and I were talking about. You look at it, and if it was in Los Angeles, you know, if it was on L.A. Country Club or something, that guy, that's got to be a twelve million. Yeah, look at that thing was under three million. Or New York or Hawaii. Yeah, I'll or San bet Francisco. that house is probably under two million. The spelling compound that you can see on like seventeen and twelve or whatever, yeah. like that is it's unbelievable. Isn't it? The fact that it's so sprawling that it's like lays against two full holes of that course. Well, why don't we start producing TV shows? That yeah, you want to get into that? I'm interested. I think it's still in its early stages. We'll probably think of some ideas. I could probably be living in that. I turned down a job in Memphis back there you in the go, day. How could you be living in that? Because I'd be I'd been there for like twenty years. I'd probably have a Yeah. Thirty two, thirty seven Chevelle forty thousand a year. Is gorgeous. This is my house. <laughs> this is what I want right here. 
Forty thousand a year, you cannot afford Most the four hundred thousand dollar home. Um, Tim, Tim, Tim. Hey, houses in Memphis are cheaper than in Los Angeles. Wow, Tim, that's from the bastard James. Huh? Yeah, and we just started talking about it too. Oh man, they are nice though. I give Iggy credit; that, he was accurate. Some of the, most of those are in that range. Don't get out of your mobile home, and if you want to, James Hunt, take. Hope that wasn't for me. I no, do have a mobile home. No, that was for the bastard James <laughs> Hunt. Okay. Uh, I got a text here from the Loomster that I would consider to be breaking news. Doug, this just came across my okay, desk in the EDF came. group text inbox. Uh, that was Engineered Design Facilities, but now they're the EDF group. He says Gee lost in the Michelob Ultra. Oh, no. Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. He did, 2-1. Lost on uh, 17. Oh, well, Let's no. pull up the video. Uh, Jackson I and I were saying this Dogtown tie is trending, and he was probably getting, how many pops was he getting, Hitty? Seven. Got seven? Is that who he played? I thought Dogtown tie was already in the finals. Well, this wasn't the finals. I thought this was no, the championship. Is, no, that was the semifinals, I think. That was his semifinal match. So He played Pope. No, Pope Kevin Roth. Roth. Played Kevin Roth? He played Kevin Roth, one of our sponsors. Wow. So it's uh, Roth versus uh, Dogtown Time. So we will have another first-time winner, Doug. Mm. We thought it was a sure thing. That's so interesting. We won't cover it. So did they, did they chop the pot at all? Or did he literally lose $2,500? No. no, he lost. They weren't chopping. Wow. Because I was talking to Cletus, and I said, that's the thing about 2500 winner-take-all. You win four matches, you get to your fifth match, you've spent, you know, a lot of money playing out there and your <clears throat> prize fund, and then you get to that match and you lose and you get nothing. Well, that's the game. Don't like it, don't sign up. That's the deal. I like it. But I am I am taken aback. Well, he gave him seven pops, and he said the guy played great. <clears throat> Kevin uh, Roth got the Pope. The Pope got me. Kevin Roth got Chris Heck. Kevin Roth got Gee. Dog he's sandbagging, I think oh, he's no. Ah, ah. no, I think he's playing to like a seven or eight. Doug, what is Kevin Roth's index? I have no idea. It feels like this has lasted. I mean, if Gee was playing, just this one. Even, it's a Shishawali tournament. If Gee was playing even and he gave him seven pops, so with eighty percent, I'm guessing that he was about a nine. Let's see if I which can... isn't a bad golfer. I'll try to find. Him. No, I think he said he shot. Gee shot two over and lost. What is that? Seventy three at Gateway. Yeah. He was one under on the back. Oh, Kevin Ross down to a 5.9. Trending alert. His last posted score was at 92 in June. Oh, man. Get out the and bags. We're, we're in August? Mm. Get out the bags of sand. I yeah. feel a hurricane <laughs> coming through, boys. Oh, wow, wow. How about that? Dogtown Ty and Kevin Roth. Doug, when will you uh, when will you leave to get the gateway and beat the traffic? I, I won't pop over there. I will not shoot it. I will not be interested in it. <laughs> Guys, I just want to let you know that I heard this on your show. Quote, that's the thing about winner take all. If you lose, you don't get anything. Thanks for that, Ken. That's from Brian Hensch and Doug. He's covering the Colts. Oh, I know what it is. That was But I said you get to the semifinals and you've, you've you know, played four matches. I don't know what they're charging to play out there. I didn't pay. Um, <laughs> Why didn't you pay? You know, and then your fifty dollars entry fee. So Why didn't you're probably you you're probably in for three three fifty. Why didn't you pay? Well, I didn't play for one. <laughs> oh, if you didn't play. I put my fifty entry fee in. I guess I should probably get that back. Why? Um, I'd, well, I'd never played. Say good luck. Forfeit. Why didn't you play? I forfeited my first match. You Why? That was right after my ten and nine. I wasn't. You reimbursed one of my credit cards. Um, 
yeah. from four months ago. But I'm saying you put in 350 and you get all the way to the semis, then eh, at least get well, your money Well, then you back. should chop. I don't think I don't think all three of them. It was down to three, and I don't think uh, I don't think they wanted but to chop. But Gee was the one who was adamant about not chopping. I remember talking to him about it. Yeah. He goes, we could play in the finals, and he goes, maybe we would chop it if we got to the finals. Yeah, in the finals. But, I mean, that was by but choice. But the other two would have had to agree to chop, too. Right. Well, in the semifinals, it would have to be all four. So I respect it. I went to the Dogtown Titus texted, and Kevin Roth and I are virtually the same handicap. Could be a fun straight-up final, Doug. You should no. hand... I no, I are you guys going to chop? Uh, Dogtown Titus, uh, call in 636-9004-TMA. Wow. So we got two two guys trending. Doug, that just shows how important form is. Does that make you think Lucas Glover should be on the Ryder Cup team? No, I don't care who's on no. the Ryder Cup team. Wow, I guess you hate America now, huh? That just shows you how evenly matched our brackets are. We haven't had one two-time winner yet. No. That is theoretically, with the handicap system, the way things should work. If somebody is always winning a net event, that is when you know you have a situation. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, to at least win twice you would have figured i mean jay how many years is this is this the seventh year i haven't seventh, been I counting to him i mean jay 18, probably would have won 18, twice 19, if he kept playing 20, 21 22 23 seven nurse jay won the first one and they just kind of quit playing guys ken has already made fun of people for their housing and called an 18 year old out for not acting his age he just charbroiled he's a just a charbroiled black hole of self-awareness what a beaut that's from arbor day who did I call out on their housing? I don't have the answer to that. Uh, People in Memphis? My lawman was here, and you, you said you were driving around a couple of really nice homes next to some shanties. <laughs> well, I was talking about a neighborhood I was in. I think it was Winghaven. I was going out to Winghaven. I'm like, oh, God, look at these beautiful homes. And there's like a block of like, what the hell? This is, how did these get here? Oh, I think They that's look like little usual. shanties. And then you go back to the big homes. I'm just saying, how do they build all those big houses in the middle of that? There's mm. a couple of streets out there by Winghaven. Mm. That have as big a house as anything you'll find in in Ladue. And oh, I know. I mean, are they as expensive as the homes in Ladue, or does Probably location matter? Probably not as expensive, but they are location enormous. Location doesn't matter. Athens got million dollar home. Location doesn't matter anymore. But then well, you have that stretch of homes that look like uh, they they're worth like ten thousand dollars. How can these people build these big homes around those things? Just wait until somebody comes and buys up the smaller houses. Yeah, so I wasn't making fun of those people over. for having those houses. I was just curious how those big homes can be built around that. These Morning are... after the morons are done breaking down real estate values, have them do stock valuations next. Oh. Thanks. That's from Jonathan Mardukas. We'll get to that. Well, I just think the term shanty doesn't give a bright light on no. a, an area. These people are trying best they can. Yeah, Shanties because... in Winghaven. Can yeah. you imagine that community? They're probably driving hoopties. <laughs> Go back and eat your lionese potatoes. <laughs> What does that mean? Eat what kind of potatoes? All right, give me that hand. Well, if he knows the name he used, then he knows the movie, so he knows what I'm talking about. What kind of potatoes are they? John Mardukas. <laughs> That's what? a name. He was in. He was in the movie something something train with uh, De Niro and my my buddy John Ashton. And just out of any, just out of train. nowhere, he's talking to Robert De Niro. He goes, "You ever had a lionese potato?" He goes, "Shut up." You talking about Midnight Run? Yeah. I'm not sure any of those sentences Something back to back made a lick of sense. <laughs> I know there's, I know there's a train in there somewhere. Up here at the Spreckles Theater. <laughs> you have a buddy, John Ashton? Yeah. I played golf that with him in Jamaica. In there? We, we kept in touch. But that's Mardukas uh, asked him if he'd ever had a lionese potato before. What is a lionese potato? It's just scalloped potatoes with onions and 
I put oregano on mine, whatever oh, spice you make them. Yeah. You actually make them. Yeah. They're very good. Well, I wouldn't mind a lionese potato. Now, they're guys who kick with both legs. <laughs> yes. Well, you got somebody who'll make them for you. Hmm. Not me, but... Oh. Well. I wouldn't mind a lionese potato. Well, get ready. Stephen Wildwood has had enough. <laughs> I mean, he is... You did not forfeit. Someone played in your place. Please do not let these two start talking real estate again. Please. Midnight run, you effing idiot. Please do not let these two start talking real estate again. Please. That's Chairman Steve, and he's, a, and he's in wild. That's his bailiwick, real estate. Yeah, well, I guarantee you, if we took a poll uh, amongst listeners, you would never be back on the air either. So. Ah! Oh, I disagree. I think that poll would be strong for <laughs> I the, doubt the chairman. It. Doug, you want to do a Gallup poll? If they were honest. Let me call Tim Gallup real quick. <laughs> Mainly because I said that they wouldn't, oh, we're going to go against Diggy. Let's vote for him. But if you're honest, there are many people enjoy his 30-minute phone calls. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Doug, I was uh, at the pool Man, yesterday. Man, got real, dude. Drinking right a there. lion and Krugels and saw this one girl yesterday. But then I was talking to the guys and, uh, yeah, Doug, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, <laughs> uh, what was the last word there? What happened to your answer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what has happened to him. I mean, oh. we used to be friends, and all of a sudden now he's just taking shots. And I don't know what is going on with him. And you've kind of fed up, I can tell by well, the tone of your voice. Because I don't know what I've done nothing to him except take money from him. Except take money from him. Wow, 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 wow. I beat him out of 200 bucks, and he's I guess he's butthurt over that. Oh, here comes Steve. It's because you were shot sculpting at such a level that he couldn't keep up? No, he just wasn't good. I just felt the way that the Team USA roster is built, they would have to outscore their opponents to win. <laughs> you gotta love that analysis. That's yeah. just absolutely breaking down a game, Doug. With the best of them. <laughs> Guys, college bowls are an excuse for company execs and boosters to get away from their wives and families so they can hook up with other dudes on the down low. That's from the birthday hog. Is that what bowls are about? I can see that. <laughs> oh, I, I can imagine be. that holiday bowl. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you love to have a full-time job as just a member of a bowl committee? Yeah. Why don't we do that? Get some pastel-colored sport coat and have three or four meetings a year. <laughs> you win, act you... like a big shot. Fly away to see other games. <laughs> see if this team measures up to your bowl. And... Yeah, they actually fly to see teams in person where you could just yeah. watch tape of them on, like, in your home Horse, base. You know, that's the job I want. Steve's phone calls are golden. We all love Steve. That's from the airplane's icebox. I love Steve. He can have all my holes. That's from the total package. <laughs> Leather needs some moisturizer. He's awfully cracky today. That's from the 830 Recreator. I enjoy Steve's calls. He's on the Mount Rushmore of callers. That's from Chester Drawers. I enjoy Steve's calls because it muzzles Iggy for 30 minutes. Up from the foot shoulder. Mm. Chairman Steve is the goat. Shut up, boot. That's from Kwame Voyukas the fourth. I told you as soon as I said as soon as I said they would they would vote that he's not that good that they'll all vote. How about this one? Sonia Sonia says Steve sucks. Yeah. We don't know. Well, then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. Say that again. I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Very contentious. That's sorry at the end, always. Guys, it's great when two guys who've never owned any property start talking real estate. Thanks. That's from Cuckleberry Finn. You don't need to own it to talk about it. Oh. All all he's doing is pointing out the prices that I saw online. It doesn't take a genius to read. Thirty-eight thousand, three hundred eighty thousand, four hundred twenty thousand, two hundred ninety thousand. All he did was read prices. Uh, Chairman Stephen Wildwood has just issued a statement. We were never friends. I only know you from the show. 
You are so passive aggressive. Literally, I could go live accidentally because I'm old and have more people watching than your stupid cooking show. Oh. That is Chairman Steve and Wildwood. Oh, so we were never friends. Okay, well, I'll remember that. Oh. No. No, if you said we were never friends, then fine. Stop talking to me. When you call the show, don't mention me. How about that? Just call and... Damn. Just... Doug, well, this I mean, is like you're gonna, Michael. You're gonna, you're gonna say we were letting never Tom Hagen know he doesn't want to see Fredo right. anymore. Tom, am I out? <laughs> you want to go off on me and make fun of my cooking show and say we were never friends? That's fine. Don't go after the cooking show. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> when, you call, when you call in, just <laughs> throw your topics out there. Just leave me out of it. I got a lot of good fish out of that cooking show. Steve listens to the show more than Iggy, and Iggy is actually on said show. That's from Hunchback of On Castle. Oh, good for him. Iggy has the temperament of a 12-year-old. Steve has him so triggered and in his feelings. Imagine being 70 and caring that much about what a friend pokes fun at you about. That's from Jenny, and her last name is Talia. Oh. <laughs> well, you think I just listen to this every day and not respond to nothing? You know, every once in a while, I'm going to throw a jab back. Sure. Uh, Iggy's being a dick. He's just yelled him. Steve, Do you know we have the best fans in baseball in St. Louis. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> it's been... Uh, Steve and Mr. Licks are the only good callers. That's from Todd Reesing. Doug, you remember him from Arrowhead? Sure I do. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's that's really, that really shows your <laughs> your true colors there. The two worst callers are your two best. Here comes the Pouty Express. <laughs> Grow up, you five-year-old. Oh. You can act like a man! Hey. That's from Arbor Day. <laughs> man. Oh. Boy, it's Monday morning and people are cranky. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are on a winning streak. I know. And yeah, none of them got laid and had to sit at home all weekend with their kids and their wife that they're just miserable about. Hot takes. Oh, and I got to go back to the job. I hate God. What a week. They do get angry at the beginning. Yeah, of the they week. do. Yeah, they're, they're, not they're waiting for us. 707. Yeah. I mean, there's a... They're laying in the weeds for us. Maybe right? they need a little testosterone, Doug, and that's where Mentality is going to help uh, everybody out. You go to lowtusa.com, and then you work with Mentality. You know, I got tested out there, uh, and it was an easy process. About 20 minutes, in and out, friendly staff. A lot of TMA listeners have already gone out there. Symptoms of low testosterone are low energy, low motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, you're tired all the time, you're feeling anxious, moody, irritable, dealing with anxiety, depression. Well, that's where Mentality can help. It's a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores the ability to perform normally at all levels. It's Mentality at lowtusa.com. Jackson, tell me about your hair. I can hear you urine stream. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Do you hear it now? Yes. God, it was, he's aiming right in the middle of the bowl. It's like kidney stones are just blocking <laughs> in the bowl. Aim for the edge when there's a radio station two feet away from you. You know, uh, that's how you put pee on silencer. It's like putting a silencer on the gun. Yes. You go right on the bowl. Yes. Uh, Iggy's stream is strong, but my hair is getting stronger wow, by wow, the day. Wow, 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 Because St. Louis Hair Restoration got a consultation from them. They suggested the finasteride, which is the daily tablet take every morning. Super helpful with curbing the hair loss. And then they gave me this awesome laser cap. It looks like a little batting helmet. I look like, a, I look like I'm playing first base. Right. Uh, wear it for six minutes a night while you're watching TV or reading or doing whatever you do. And uh, it helps strengthen the hair regrowth. That's what they're trying to do. It's a little bit of curbing the loss, strengthening the regrowth, and then hopefully I'll be a FUE candidate just like Doug, mm. who, what, about six weeks out from it? 
Yeah, six, six and a half weeks. Something Show me like your that. peach fuzz, boy. Okay, here's the peach fuzz. There. Oh, I see. I see more now this week. Yeah. I really do. It comes gradually. It, it, you don't get it just all, you know, the next day. It uh, comes in over the period of uh, a few months, weeks and months. They say the finished product is uh, takes about a year. <laughs> but at about six to eight months, you'll see lots of new hair growth. I'm seeing it right now. There's the fuzz. Hello. My hairline's going to look a lot better thanks to that FUE procedure performed by the great Dr. Polenga, who's done... Some uh, hair transplants. He said uh, some some big-time stars down in Nashville when he worked there. A lot of people don't even know they've had it done, you know, after you wear a hat for, uh, you know, a couple of weeks or months later, and then you take the hat off, and people can't even tell that you had anything done except that you got much thicker hair, and that's uh, that's why you go in. So if uh, a hairline has been bothering you, whether it's the front of your head or the the back of the the crown— do something about it. This is a permanent solution to have that FUE procedure that I had done. No pain involved whatsoever. You just wear a hat for a while to kind of protect it, keep the sun off it, make sure you don't uh, damage it in any way, and then you're good to go, and it'll be with you for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Dr. Polingo, one of the best out there, and the founder, Greg Kreiling, they will go over with you, do a consultation, and get you set up to go. The website again, stlouishairrestoration.com. There it is. Get involved on the program. Many have chosen to do so. 314-881-TMA5, EDF group text inbox. Email in for our design air, heating and cooling email of the day. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. And, of course, we are in our Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. We have a couple of app contests going on. Uh, 1,200 people have signed up to tee it up with me, Doug. Oh, wow. Ascension. Yeah. So uh, the great Spencer Head of the Ascension Charity Classic was emailing with uh, Jesse Kioski. Were you in that email, Jackson? Don't believe so. Okay. Uh, uh, wanting to see how many people had signed up, and that was like 1,176. Uh, tee it up at the Ascension Charity Classic Tournament course a day after the PGA Tour champions. Enter on the TMA STL app for a chance to win a round of golf for you and a guest at Norwood Hills Country Club to play with, Doug, this is what the copy says, what? the one and only Tim McKernan. Why the one and only? I just read what's in the prompter. Because Can't there's confirm. also another Tim Thank McKernan. You. That guy who wore the barrel at Denver Your Broncos dad. games. I think the barrel man has since passed. Man, he's gone. Oh, no. He is gone. Uh, yeah, my father, you're correct. Uh, winners will receive Ascension Charity Classic swag with lunch and drinks included on the course. Then we have another promo on the app. Got to download this app. It is the bees knees. Win tickets on the TMA app with the promo code BLUES to the Blues game on November 7th against Winnipeg, uh, also known as WPG. Wins per game. Correct. Uh, It's retro long-sleeve T-shirt night. Single-game tickets for the Blues 2023-2024 season go on sale this Friday, August 18th. Oh, how do you do? At 10 a.m. Nice. To check out the full promotion schedule and to secure your seats for the upcoming season, visit stlouisblues.com today. I love taking my son to blues games. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that. yeah. Blues games are great. Yeah, bees knees. All right. There you go. So a couple of contests going on. Outstanding. Go to the TMS. If you haven't downloaded it, what's your problem? Seriously. What's your issue? Yeah, I know. Now we I'm sh- getting angry. We should yeah. start, like, like, like beefing with the listeners who haven't downloaded it. Yeah. Shoving them in the chest and stuff. Um, we talked about uh, Iggy shipping the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Lucas Glover taking me to Sizzler. Our golf talk here on TMA brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. For sponsorship packages or to purchase tickets to the PGA Tour Champions event September 5th through the 10th, visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. So that's coming up in a few weeks, which means I'll be on that golf course, Doug, uh, 
in less than a month, mm-hmm. and I'm trending right now. So you're gonna you're gonna want to keep an eye. You're gonna cover that. I, you're you're no. gonna cover Dogtown Ty and Kevin Roth, and you're gonna cover me no. playing with the listeners. No, but I'm gonna play not. a couple groups ahead of them. Probably none of that. The Ascension Classic, sure, but these other Shishawali side events, uh-uh. Yeah, you're gonna play like three, four holes up in front of them, right? And just kind of wave. I'm yeah. I'll, I'll say, hey, it's you know, win, wins Indy on this one. I just played it. <laughs> really? You'll you do that for them? I would. Well, I would. I probably text them though from a burner. Yeah. Right. yeah, you don't want personal contact. <laughs> can't have can't have my number. Leave Iggy alone. All these walrus people only make fun of Iggy because they are not funny and have BMIs over forty. That's from the six three six. What's a good BMI? I was literally looking that up right now. Yeah. The BMI is so it's a it's a it's, it's an outdated stat yeah. because if you're lifting weights, muscle weighs more than fat, and so right. BMI is simply a calculation based on weight. Like LeBron to be obese compared with right. like in your BMI talk. Like uh, mine is twenty three point six. And what do you weigh now? Buck seventy five, bruh? Buck seventy nine. Yeah. Look at this guy. Huh? Oh. Yeah. So that's in considered in a normal weight. Normal weight is eighteen and a half to twenty four point nine BMI. What is it again? Eighteen point five to twenty four point nine is a normal BMI. All right. And how do you calculate it? It's your height and, and weight, and then I hit compute BMI, and then a number pops out. I thought there was like some multiple, and then a division. Uh, I'm sure there is, but when I did it, it came out my BMI was like twenty four. So I would be close to being obese. Well, Doug, you're six foot, uh, buck seventy-four. About that. I, I've never been. I haven't been this thin in forty years, and I'm still close to obese. No, I mean you have the exact same B as the BMI as me, twenty-three point six. Yeah. What does stand for? Bowel get, movement intake. No, body mass body index. Mass index. It's uh, essentially hot scat play. But to get oh, yeah. any how, more, how much I'd poop to... you can hold in your body at one time before releasing? That's it correct. isn't. That's the statistic. I'd have to lose another 10 or 15 you got pounds. The gape I'd, index. I'd be a skeleton. <laughs> There's a gape index. There's no gape index. <laughs> so, like, LeBron at his heaviest was, like, 6'8", 260. Absolute monster of a man. And he would have been almost obese, but certainly overweight. Yeah, so the, the whole stat doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Right. My BMI is 23.6, and I weigh a buck 55. You, yeah. me, and Doug all have the same BMI. <laughs> it's too, it's too high. Uh, yeah, 25 is overweight, so I'm, 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 tra- I'm close to being overweight at 155 pounds. <laughs> You're a pig. Lose some weight, McKernan. <laughs> uh, healthy weight, 18.5 to 24.9. Overweight is 25 to 29.9. Obesity, 30 and above. Uh, underweight. Uh, is below 18.5. Hey, Plowhawk, let me uh, let me do you. Here. I just did it. 16.6. He's so a 16. He's underweight. And that texture said. Well, I wouldn't have known that without doing that calculation. <laughs> so I'm very happy we did it. I thought I was a little overweight. <laughs> the texture said their BMIs were 300. Oh, 40. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be obese. Guys, does the BMI include the weight of the gerbil? Thanks. That's uh, from Mitch. No. Uh, have we talked to your staff members about urinating on the cums, Dean? <laughs> yeah, we could hear that, Iggy. We could hear you going. <laughs> Hear me what? Going to the restroom a moment oh, ago. Then don't listen. So well, how could we not? We couldn't help it. For reference, a 40 BMI, you would be five foot seven, 270 pounds. Gosh. And then you'd be up in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> that is a round gentleman. Well, there are there are plenty of those people around if you start looking. Maybe just big boned. But based on based on these numbers, you'd think 70, 80% of America would be overweight. Right. There's a lot of them that are, but I don't think it's to that level. Like Peyton Marshall, who Mizzou just signed, four-star uh, basketball player, is 7 feet 300, 
and so his BMI is 29.9. It's a, so it's a ridiculous thing. We should it's just not super pay any antiquated. attention to it. Yeah, it makes, yeah. Uh, guys, it's early, and only a small percentage of the precincts are reporting, but so far in the Gallup poll, 100% enjoy Chairman Steve of Wildwood. That's from KG in O-Town, oh. who I guess was in on Thursday and Friday, right? Yep. Yeah, he was chilling. Chilling. Iggy. Iggy. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Boots is texting in from the bathroom. That's from Brian Henson. <laughs> what? Well, my phone was sitting right here when I went to the bathroom. So the dais can hear Ken peeing, yet nobody hears the effing breathing? Come on, boys! It's from Harrison's no, brother Matt. we don't hear the breathing. We don't hear the breathing. I don't hear it. We do like, why would we, like, of all the dumb crap that we say on this show, the one thing that we're like, hey, let's make sure we lie about is Iggy's <laughs> yeah. breathing. Don't hear that. Uh, my BMI is 26.6. I'm big. Too big. That's from the Pope. The Pope? I know the Pope. Yeah, he Pope's was... like my height and weight. Yeah, he looked taut. Flip that off. Don't say he So it must be something with, like, the gerbil. There must be some, like, long division there. Like, what? if, like, the gerbil is, like, four and a half, five pounds. It doesn't have a That's gerbil. That's a huge then you gerbil. Take your, then, you take your, <laughs> then you take your BMI, maybe divide the gerbil weight times the amount of times that gerbil poops. Want to guess the average weight of a gerbil? The average uh, weight, I'd say 2.2 pounds. Ounces. No, they're not that big. Four ounces. How about a, how about a pound? No, Iggy was pretty spot on. It's two ounces. Two ounces? So a four and a half pound gerbil is like a mouse, dude. It's like a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, they, that's why they go where they go. <laughs> that's why they go where they, they go. go with, where are they going? Exactly. Yeah, we got a t-shirt that says gerbils, they go where they go. Have right. an overweight gerbil nestled in like a colon. By the way, am I oh. suggesting that it had the average weight of a ferret? Is there a more scary, disgusting oh, animal than a they ferret? Smell, oh, dude. Sure. they smell, oh, I think so possums. Oh, I think a ferret is about as gross as it gets. Mm. How about a snake? Yeah, I mean, in terms, I'm not like scared of what a ferret can do to me, but look at it. They don't know. <clears throat> Snakes aren't ugly looking. Some of them are beautiful. A possum. I sat on one one night. You sat on a possum. I uh, went out of my patio and sat there. And, there was, and I didn't know there's a Hashtag Maryland Heights nights. How did you miss it? <laughs> there was a possum sitting on my chair. How could you miss it? It was dark outside. I don't, look at, right on. I don't look on my chair. I sat on his tail and the thing. <laughs> I imagine it off. did. I, swear, I thought I must have a heart attack. Possums are our friends. They eat a lot of insects. and well, if, they, if they were cuter, you'd love them. It's just a, you know, their, their curse is that they're so ugly because they're really I was sitting on a patio one night and a mother and her four babies just came walking right, right, by, my, right by my feet. Here are the possum kingdom. Well, there's a lot of possums in my neighborhood. <laughs> those they, come out at, they come out at night. You never see them during the day. I can't believe you'd sit on a chair and not notice a big, giant <laughs> well, It was dark possum. outside. I know where my chair is. I don't look to see. I wonder if there's anything on my chair. You don't have a light or anything out there to see? No. This is your lanai? Well, I don't sit on my patio anymore because it's trashed. By these new neighbors? <laughs> or the no, and I, trust me. I got a lot of new neighbors. Um, well, nice, well, we I didn't doubt you on that. I sit in my breezeway. With a, chair, with a single chair, no? No, yeah, I had to take one, take three away. Yeah. People were using them. Are they upset? Have they issued some sort of complaint? I really don't care if they're upset. No, but I, I know you don't care, but are they? <sighs> I don't know. I don't talk to them. No. What'd your grandma say? <laughs> Sitting on a possum, huh? Not the first thing you had up that rump, paw-paw, pow-pow. That's oh. from Flocky the Smurf. Possum is my new nickname from Ken. That's from... Brian Henschen. If you sit on a possum, you might be a Hoosier. That's from 
Niffin holes. There is a direct correlation between how much you post on the fan page and your BMI. Uh, Doug, that comes from... Jackson, where did that one come from? Boy, they're active today. Sniffing holes? They're just flat pissed. <laughs> Watching <laughs> Smurf? A lot of people are talking about sitting on possums. Yeah, that one that one moved it down. We got a <laughs> possum story moved the text down. He didn't, didn't see you coming either? like sit on its head. But he didn't see you coming? And He's probably sleeping. It? That's why he was on the chair. I don't I like, like it I don't like, call me big I don't make a lot of noise walking to the patio and sitting on a chair. Sat down and must have been right like on his tail on his rump. And he oh. jumped up and I jumped up and I bet that was, probably scared you more than it did him. Probably did. Yeah, they're ugly. They oh, are ugly. And they can bite. They can. Oh, you ever had a rabies shot? Those things hurt. Too. Anything with a mouth can bite. Yeah. Possums get a bad and rap rick, though too. Possums are nice animals. They get a bad rap. The Beverly Hillbillies granny used to make possums too. I know she mm. did. So I guess you can eat it. Well, you can eat anything if you want to. Everything. Got we have mouths, therefore we can bite. <laughs> yeah. Teehee. I think that's a good, yeah, that's a good. I think raccoons are more dangerous to you than uh, possums. Oh, yeah, they'll get you. Yeah, they'll stand there toe-to-toe with you if you want. And they're cute looking, too. You would think they'd be nice. Yeah. That's some are. You can train a raccoon. Put that off. If, if, from one in the wild? You take one in the wild? And yeah. Train it to I, do I, what? I, what it, wh- I actually have seen the video of a trained raccoon. Like, I, why don't we get a trained raccoon here? should. It was pretty funny. I but you'd think squirrel. you'd have to take them from birth, right? You couldn't pluck them out of the wild and expect them to... Well, some are just different. <laughs> this, this video on Worldstar didn't have all the context I was looking for on it, but I did see it. I mean, I had a pet squirrel. I didn't train anything. I just, it, I just took a period of time where I would hold peanuts up to it. To the point where it got close enough where it would, like, grab it out of my hand. That doesn't make it a pet. Did well, you have it inside your house? And then it was, I got pictures where, uh, this is when I lived across the street in what is now Bennington Heights. And I lived on the second floor. And every day I'd come out there and I just, I don't know that the noise a squirrel makes. I just kind of made one up. I go. Okay. And as soon as I did that, wherever it was, it would jump on the tree, jump onto my patio jump on the table and sit there while I fed it peanuts. Bam! Gerbil! And then I put a little trail into the into my apartment on the rug to the point where it was in the middle of my living room eating nuts. Well, could you imagine that? Yes. Just so many fleas. Did you take the, the the nut out of the peanut or eat the whole... Dark? No, I let them crack it. <laughs> okay. I try to do it to these squirrels and now and they just... You're really quite a Run friend away. of nature. <laughs> it's like Snow White over here, bro. <laughs> I got a rabbit eating carrots that won't eat out of my hand, but it'll walk up to the my chair and sit there until I go inside and get some carrots. And then I kind of kind of throw them in the grass for him. Yeah, I love nature. <laughs> the ending of that. <laughs> Doug, I love great jewelry, as you can mm-hmm. tell, and that is uh, why I go to Glenn Betts Jewelers. Uh, it's at I-270 in Manchester, about a mile east of that exit into Paris. And Glenn Betts Jewelers has been in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. GlennBetsJewelers.com. G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z. Jewelers.com. 
Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and De Pere in the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. If you were in the market for jewelry, support the sponsors and make sure you're doing business with Glenn Betts Jewelers. We talked real estate. I really feel like we bro- broke down Memphis real estate here. Uh, in the yeah, we are just Jackson. all over that. <laughs> Toyota 7 o'clock hour. If you're looking for St. Louis real estate, how about Jeff Lottman, who is in studio? He was. He was. He was indeed. Fabulous gentleman. Uh, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman. Yeah, he texted me. really enjoyed the segment. Uh, Jeff Lottman Realty. He's with Compass Realty. He has uh, been selling real estate in the St. Louis area for 22 years. Well, we're looking for houses, Doug. Supply? Or here? Not, not necessarily here. Memphis. Okay. Here, and uh, just can't, uh, just can't. It's, it's, it's a tough. It's a tough market. It sure Supply, is. demand. What do you say? Guns and guns and butter. That's it. Supply, demand. Uh, so you need a great real estate agent. That's where Jeff Lottman can come into play. J e f f l o t t m a n n dot com. He's with Compass Realty. Jeff Lottman, Lottman Realty. Send your. Uh, emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. If you want to participate in QFTA, Jax and I will be in what Doug calls the lab at probably about 1130. And we'll break down whatever you got. Oh, yeah. I mean, would love some sapphic, erotic stories. They don't come in as often as you would think, actually. Because there's no women listening. Probably so. Yeah. Probably that's the issue. Just horny guys desperately wanting to try to get a threesome with their wife. <laughs> hey, is that a shot? No. <laughs> T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. That is how you can participate in QFTA. You want to win the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. You're going up against Fat Ho uh, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.